And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gents. This is a boy Casanova from Orlando, Florida, on this awesome and international podcast, Good Wine and Great Laughs, season four, episode number 10. And today's topic is gas prices are getting high. But did you die? <laughs> And today, ladies and you know shortly what type of wine I am drinking. So, ladies and gents, let's get this party started. Let's go! All right, ladies and gents, once again, this is a boy Casanova from Orlando, Florida, on this awesome international podcast, Good Wine and Great Left, season 4, episode number 10, and the topic again is, gas prices are getting high, but did you die? <laughs> I will explain why I decided to, to select this topic for today's episode, ladies and gents. But before I jump right on the topic, ladies and gents, I will let you know about the wine of the day here at Casa Casanova. And also, ladies and today is Saturday, March the 12th, 2022, and the weather here in the city beautiful will be windy with a shower and thunder showers during the morning and in the afternoon with potential severe thunderstorms. There, I step out of the house. To take care of some errands before recording a podcast, and all of a sudden the rain came from nowhere. If you like the hurricane season already, the hurricane season for those that are not from Florida, it's from June to November. So if it's this right now is it's raining like that, be prepared if you plan to come to Florida during the summer. I say, do not come. It is crazy over here. It's crazy. Too many people, too many rain. <laughs> too much rain. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go jump right on this wine over here. And today we are going to Germany. I found this nice. The reason I select this wine is because the bottle. I like the bottle. You can see the picture of what I'm talking about. If you go to my Facebook page, Good Wine and Great Laughs by Casanova the Comedian, as well my Instagram page, Casanova the Comedian, you're going to see the picture of the wine of the day. So... The name of this wine is Fun 5. It's a wrestling. And according to the label in the back, it says Fun begins at 5. Fun wrestling is a juicy, mouth-watering, easy to get along with wine. The refreshing fruit flavors complement a wide range of foods from chicken and hamburgers to pizza, Chinese, sushi and Mexican dishes. Keep a bottle handy in the fridge for those last minute take home dinners or when unexpected guests drop by. Serve chill. So, it say here, uh, alcohol percentage to me is, is it's not where I want it, but you see, it's 9.5 per volume and it say right here on the label, this is a medium 
sweet. So, let's see what this wine is all about. Smell delicious. If it tastes the way it smells, I definitely will like this wine and then keep the bottle for my collection. But let me see. Okay. All right, ladies and gents, it is a white wine. It's okay wine for me. I'll keep it, you know, for introduction to other people that want to like white wine. Yes, I would drink it. I'm not going. I would drink again. This wine, I would, I would buy another bottle. No, I would drink it. It has my approval. Let's put it this way. This wine has my approval, even though I'm a red wine drinker, but I definitely can chill with this wine over here. And like I say, you're going to see, go to my Facebook page, <laughs> excuse me, later today, and you can see this picture right here. All right, ladies and gents, so I found three awesome articles related to what's going on with this grass, gas prices, not, uh, not only in the United States, but I believe this, what's going on with the Ukraine is affecting is a global issue so but here in the United States so I found this nice article that was published on the Newsweek website and it was written by Emma Meyer and was published yesterday March 11th and the title of this her article is rising gas prices putting dent in spring break plans across the United States. Gas prices have been skyrocketing in recent weeks across the U.S. as spring break season approaches, and the higher cost of fuel is potentially putting a dent in people's spring break travel plans this year. Prices have been increasing for over a year, but the recent spike comes as various Western countries weigh sanctions on Russian oil and in response to the ongoing invasion of Ukraine. According to the American Automobile Association, the AAA, the national average on Friday was $4.33 a gallon, setting a record for the fourth day in a row. The pre previous record was 14 cents in 2008 before the recession. This record setting prices might have the potential to affect this year's travel industry, causing setbacks in travelers' plans. Sharon Fake, a director of operations for travel experts with more than 400 affiliated travel advisors, told Newsweek, quote, the extreme rise in gas prices have definitely had an impact 
on the consumer pocketbook for holiday travel for the spring break around the county, the country, I guess. However, Fink added, the impact of the travel advisors has been minimal since most trips have been planned and booked months in advance. Some last-minute changes and cancellations are happening, but the real impact will be felt for holiday travels for Memorial Day and Independence Day plans, which are being made now. Several students in, at North Carolina State University told CBS 17 that they are having to make changes to their spring break plans to accommodate for price of fuel, including shortening their trips and switching from driving to flying. Of course, I would be, I would have, I would have loved to stay in Florida longer for spring break. But I'm just happy to be going anywhere. This will be my first flight since COVID. One student, Adam Seychelles, said, 27 states have posted record highs on Friday as well, including California, which showed an average of $5.72 a gallon. Patrick DeHaan, head of a petroleum analysis at Gas Buddy, told Newsweek in an earlier report, quote, it is a dire situation and won't improve anytime soon. The high prices are likely to stick around for not days or weeks, like the day, like they did in 2008, 2008 but months, Gas Buddy now ex expects that early yearly national average to rise to its highest ever recorded, with the travel plans predicted to be at the pre-pandemic levels once again while COVID-19 cases are on a national wide nationwide decline, the cost of gas isn't is not isn't stopping many travelers. AAA Wisconsin spokesperson Nick Jarmazus told WMTV that it will still expect this year to be a very robust travel season. Quote, but certainly gas prices and other economic uncertainties may temper that and lead it to to be not quite as big as it might otherwise have been, he said. AAA sp spokesperson Montre Waiters advises that if you are looking to book a trip this year, book sooner rather than later. Definitely book now if you can. The earlier you book, more likely the better the prices are going to be. She told news station WMAZ. So, and then there's a picture over here on the article that's shown. No, I don't know. It doesn't say. Okay, say here. Uh, Weehawken? Weehawken, New Jersey. On March 9, there was a picture of the regular price of gas over there was 439 Extra 
gas was 479 and the Supreme Plus was 497 and the diesel price was 529 over there in New Jersey. Another article that I found too that was very interesting it was a published on Forbes advisor uh, written by Lisa Rowan. The topic of the or the title of this article is 80% of Americans worry about rising gas price as war in Ukraine intensifies. As war the, uh, as the war in Ukraine intensifies, Americans fear increasing financial effects, especially at the pump. More than half of respondents, 56% in the latest Forbes advisor Apple's consumer confidence bi-weekly tracker were very concerned about gas prices rising in the U.S. as a result of the war. Nearly as many, 53% were very concerned about continued, continued overall inflation. The survey conducted by IPOS or IPOS measures consumer sentiment over time. Response were more were collected this week as the average price for a gallon of gas reached the four dollars and thirty-two cents and we and will likely continue to climb. And then there's a chart right here. Talk about gas prices now. Gas prices in the United States. How many people are concerned? Yada yada yada. Grocery and energy costs, along with the supply chain issues that have ensnared them, also weighed on consumers' mind. Quote: Coming to the year, we thought inflation would start to moderate by the spring because of the supply chain issues. Abating, says Anthony Saglin-Bean, global markets strategist at Ameriprise Financial. Last fall, the White House took action to reduce the con congestion in the U.S. ports to alleviate shipping delays for the holiday season. Okay, other once. The U.S. replaces its supply of oil and other energy products it previously got from Russia before being imports. Vol volatility will likely start to stabilize, Singlin says. But that's probably going to take a few months. In the meanwhile, consumers may still spend on gas and groceries because they have to, but are likely to reduce spending elsewhere. On that note, ladies and gents, your boy Casanova is going to take a quick, quick, quick break. When I come back, I have another article about the Republicans and run their mouth about what's going on right now. So your boy Casanova, will be coming back shortly, so I know because you love this podcast, please keep it following me. Follow me, come, follow me.
ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is your boy Casanova on this awesome international podcast, good one and great laughs, second and final block of today's episode. So, now the interesting article that I found was published on the NewYorkTimes.com and they did a fact check. So, like I say, let's fact check because that way somebody complained about it and did not have. Now, we cannot argue facts. That's my thing. Regardless of my politics, I go by the facts. I don't care who it is. I don't care which party is. Facts are facts. I do not argue facts. Don't come move to me with the nonsense, with the shenanigans. I go straight to the facts. So, this article doesn't name. The author right here, let me see if I found it. Oh, never mind. By Linda Q, published on March 9th. And the article is title is Republicans wrongly blame Biden for rising gas prices. They have pointed to the Biden administration's policies on the Keystone XL pipeline and certain oil and gas leases which have had little impact on prices. So let's go. Washington, as gas prices hit a high this week, top Republicans lawmakers took to the airwaves and the floor of the Congress with misleading claims that paint the blame of President Biden and his energy policies. Mr. Biden warned that his ban on imports of Russian oil, gas, and coal announced on Tuesday as a response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine would cause gas prices to rise further. High costs are expected to last, as long as the confrontation does. While Republican lawmakers supported the ban, they asserted that the pain at the pump long preceded the war in Ukraine. Gas price hikes, they say, were the result of Mr. Biden's cancellation of the Keystone XL pipeline, the temporary halt on new drilling leases on public lands, and the surrendering of energy independence. All incorrect assertion. Here's a, here's a fact check of their claim. What was said? This administration wants to ramp up energy imports from Iran and Venezuela. That, that is the world's largest state sponsor of terror and thuggish South American dictator, respectively. They would rather buy from these people than buy from Texas, Alaska, and Pennsylvania. Senator Mitch McConnell, Republican of Kentucky and minority leader in a speech on Tuesday. Democrats want to blame surging prices on Russia, but the truth is their out-of-touch policies are why we are here in the first place. Remember what happened on day one with one-party rule? The president canceled the Keystone Pipeline, and then he stopped new oil and gas leases on federal lands and water. Representative Kevin McCarthy, Republican of California and Minority Leader in a speech on Tuesday. 
In the four years of Trump-Pence administration, we achieved energy independence for the first time in 70 years. Lies, we are, we were a net exporter of energy. But from very early on, with the killing of the Keystone Pipeline, taking federal lands off the list of for exploration, sidelining leases for oil and natural gas, once again, before Ukraine ever happened, we saw rising, guy, rising gasoline prices. Former Vice President Mike Pence is saying that too. These claims are misleading. First of all, the primary reason for rising gas prices over the past year is the coronavirus, coronavirus pandemic and its disruption, disruption to global supply and demand. COVID changed the game, not President Biden, say Patrick the head of petroleum analysis for Gas Buddy, which tracks gasoline prices. U.S. oil production fell in the last eight months of President Trump's tenure. Is that his fault? No. The pandemic brought us to our knees, adding Mr. Dehan. In early month of 2020, when the virus took hold, demand, demand for oil dried up and prices plummeted. With the benchmark prices of crude oil in the United States falling to negative $37.63 that April. In response, producers in the United States and around the world began decreasing output. As pandemic restrictions loosened worldwide and economies recovered, demand outplaced supply. That was the most attributable to the decision by the OPEC Plus an alliance of oil-producing countries that control about half of the world's supply to limit increases in production, according to the U.S. Energy Information Administration. Domestic production also remains below pre-pandemic levels as capital spending declined and investors remained reluctant to provide financing to oil industry. Russian invasion of Ukraine has only compounded the issues. When you throw a war on top of this, this is, this is possibly the worst escalation you can have of this, say Abraham Hajedram, the head of the oil, oil market research at Energy Intelligent, an energy information company. You are literally power pouring gasoline and general inflammatory pressure. These factors are largely out of the Mr. Biden's control. Experts agreed. Those, they say, he had not exactly sent positive signals to the oil and gas industry and its investors by vowing to reduce emissions fossil fuel reliance. Mr. DeHaan said the Biden administration was clearly less friendly to the industry, which may have indirectly affected investors' attitudes. But overall, he said that stance, that stance has played very, very small role pushing grass price up. All right, ladies and gents, my two cents on this gas price. As a matter of fact, this morning when I was taking care of my errands, 
I have to fill out my tank. My car tank was half. So normally, because I don't drive too much, thank God. Thank God for my job too, so I don't be driving all the time. My for years, for for the past since 2018, my monthly budget for gas was no more than 40 dollars. That's it. So since 2018 until now, I just spend monthly $40 in gas. Now, today, my tank was half. I filled out my tank. I spent $30. So it's cost me now $60 a month in gas. Thank God I'm still blessed because I know for people who spend $100 now and people that have to drive. And unfortunately, it's not too many people that, that live close by work. Because if you do live by work, one suggestion is go to Walmart, get a bike. You can have the car driving for the weekends. Want to need you know pay bills, do the errands if you want to go out, yada yada yada. Save that money. If you can, like I say, go to work via bicycle. As a matter of fact, there's many countries in Europe that a lot of people don't use cars. They move around and the idea of the, the whole infrastructure now facilitate people to use bikes for a form of exercise, you know, and also is saving. You buy, the only money you're going to spend the bike is well, the maintenance is very, very low. If you can, that's one suggestion. That would tell you. You know, but if you cannot, you have to drive 10. I, I thank God I, I live five miles from my job. So that's why my cost now is, is cheap and then I don't have to be driving every day back and forth to work. So that's why I thank God. Like I say, I'm blessed and uh, I thank Jesus for my blessings. That's why my job and other things that I do. Thank Lord. But the same token, there was I said, the reason that I say, but did you die though? I understand there's a lot of people living with the paycheck or paycheck and I know the struggle because I've been there. I know that that life. <laughs> you know, I know that life. But ladies and gents, look, you're still blessed. You know, right now I'm, I'm just giving for Florida. Or even if you don't live Florida, but if you don't, if you're now not dealing with no tornadoes that came and destroy your neighborhood, you know, you still are able. If you're not allowed floods and everything. Beside the natural disaster, and I hope if you do not went through that, just say thank you, Jesus, and thank you, God, for everything. Because at the end of the day, look what's going on in Ukraine. You know, they are being, losing everything. This crazy Putin is bombing hospitals, children's hospitals. He's bombing, you know, police stations. He's bombing libraries. He doesn't give a damn. You know, and people are leaving everything behind. And not included to the racism that's going on in Ukraine. Because there's a bunch of African students that even though the uh, um, Ukrainian authorities that make sure the Ukrainians live in first. 
Yeah, at the end of the day, everybody's in the same boat. So if everybody has to evacuate, you should not discriminate by anybody. There are students, there are people that I may migrate there for stuff, for job, or for study. So like I say, everybody's in the same boat. So I don't think they should have any discrimination. That's one thing that's not showing the lights too much on the news. But I understand, like I said, look at the map, what's going on in Ukraine. And right now, all we, what we're doing is paying more money for gas. That's it. But guess what? You still can't go to work, though. You still can't go buy a business. You don't have to worry about your children are being killed. Not to worry about it, no. You don't have a house anymore. You don't know what's going to what's going to happen after this war. If you're going to be able to come back to where you're from. It's just like the same situation when it happened Katrina that people in New Orleans got displaced. You know what I mean? So, you're not in that situation. So, count your blessings, ladies and gents. I know you got to stretch out and then you got to manage your budget. You know, see... How are you going to deal with that? Cutting whatever cost you have to cut. At the end of the day, you have to do. You gotta do what you gotta do. But it will help you. Your your struggles now is financially, and of course, financial is very important. But you're still alive, ladies and gentlemen. You still have a chance to to improve yourself, to do what you have to gotta do. If you have to find another job, you know, to a part-time job to add to your your monthly budget, you know. But at the end of the day. Look what's going on in Ukraine, and it could be you. So I know for sure Ukraine's ask one of them. I put money on it. If you ask any of these Ukrainian people, Ukrainians, they, what they prefer? Do you prefer to pay more money in gas and have your life basically the way it was before the war, or you don't want to pay money in gas, but you still want to you know, be evacuated from your hometown? I put money on it. That they say I rather have pay more money on gas or pay more money on whatever to continue to have my life the way it was. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, did you die? That's the question. Gas prices are getting high, but did you die? You didn't. So keep moving, brush it off, change your attitude, you know, because I think and throw this in the universe, you know, positivity that's the lay of attraction as well whatever you throw out in the universe that's going to come back with you that's why people say, oh man, you have so much energy, you're always there because that's how I live my life you know, so you got to focus on the positivity, you always have to see the glass half full ladies and gentlemen, see the glass half full and on that note, ladies and gents, I would like to thank all of you listening to this awesome and international podcast. Please keep sharing with all your friends and family. Good wine and great love podcasts come all the way from the bottom and moving straight to the top, aiming to be the number one spot. Once again, feel free to visit my website, goodwinegreatlabs.wordpress.com and leave a comment as well. You can go to my Facebook page, Good Wine and Great Laughs by Casanova the Comedian and my Instagram page, Casanova the Comedian and both Instagram and Facebook page, you're going to see the wine of the day for episode 4, season 4, episode number 10. Once again, this is your boy Casanova. Please be safe, be kind, and be blessed. I'll see you next Saturday. Let's get out of here. Pushing my back like the push I want the block. 
holding my down, sucker rappers get lost. Coming from the bottom, moving straight to the top. Coming with the pull up for the number one spot. Pushing my back like a push out on the block. Holding my down, sucker rappers get lost. Coming from the bottom, moving straight to the top. Coming with the pull up for the number one spot. Pushing my back like a push out on the block. Holding my down, sucker rappers get lost.